You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast with the 6FB, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. Here are your hosts and founders of the six-figure bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Welcome back to the Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love our intro so much. How are you doing, guys? Are we really well? How are you, Ashley? Uh, I am just awesome. I had to turn that down a little bit in my cans because that was a little bit loud. That, but hey, we know who you are. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Oh, and hi everyone who's joining. Nice to see you this morning. Oh my goodness. We love the intro. When we're running that, we can see in the background like everyone dancing behind the scenes. <laughs> love, it. love it. Yeah, oh. but you didn't see my legs, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see your legs. Oh, morning, everyone. My goodness, everyone. everybody's in there. So I'm going to give a shout out to Leander Dado because I'm her warm up guy because you've got her on at lunchtime, haven't you? We, we have the Leander. Can't wait to hear Leander's story. She's going to come on and talk about growing her business. She's made some massive changes over the last year or so. And really, well, we'll hear we'll hear from her at lunchtime. I can't wait to hear that story and all about her journey. And this morning we're joined by amazing Ashley Leeds, the 15-minute guy. Uh, I'm going to call you a sales guru, LinkedIn master. Um, Ashley supports our community and members of the Six Month Success Programme every month with a sales and mindset call. And I know that you really help people think differently about what they're able to do and give people the confidence they need. And we're really, really excited to speak to Ashley this morning. How are you doing? I'm absolutely fantastic. Um, I've literally just come from a networking meeting. So they invited me along. And then when, when I got there, they turned around and said, you can't be a member because you're doing something. And I thought, oh, great. But I thought I've driven all this way. I've paid for the breakfast. I might as well stay. So, so, <laughs> Did you really? So, yeah. So, so, I had, so I had my 60 seconds, right, to get up and say something. And I wasn't allowed to get up and say that I do LinkedIn. So I got up and I told everybody about Linktree. And then I said that I'm also in a band. So if anybody's got a hotel, because the lady over there has a hotel, I said, if anyone wants a band, then, then have a chat with me. And afterwards, oh. all these people came around. And, oh, you want to oh, and, and, and And so... It doesn't matter what the opportunity is. You make it, you know? And, and so I could have just turned around to, to this lady and said, oh, right, if you don't want me, I'm off. But I thought, no, I'm going to see what opportunities arise. And so I've had these great conversations with people I don't know. And I've also got a long list of people that were at that meeting. So guess yeah. what I'm going to do? <laughs> You're going to be adding them on LinkedIn. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and they all know me. And, and this is the thing, right? Is, is when you start talking to people, what, what else can happen? And, and I think mm. we, we, you know, my, the old me would have just sat there in the corner and done nothing. And I thought, well, I've got nothing to lose. What is the worst that can happen? So, so yeah. And, and I think that's what we need to do when we're running our own business. So, so coming on on here today, um, oh, I'm not sure if I can write that in the chat. Do write it. If you've got a question, put it in because you're gonna, ha if, if you don't help yourself, you're gonna be helping somebody else. And there's a load of people in the group watching today that are not gonna write any questions because they're a little bit shy. And that's absolutely fine. But if you're thinking of writing that question today, write it because there might be someone who's a little bit shyer than you that also mm -hmm. wants the answer to that question. And there's no such thing as a silly question. So, so just, just go for it. Oh, I love yes, that. Ashley. Because see <laughs> why you are our sales and mindset coach. I mean, I'm like, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. So, so today we want to talk about LinkedIn. We want to talk about taking action and like drawing on everything we've learned so far 
in our wonderful boot camp, the lessons we've learned about finding, you know, who we want to talk to, our ideal client, what the service is and how we're going to reach them. And we thought it'd be brilliant to kind of tie that all up together with you this morning and learn a little bit more about the possibilities with LinkedIn. You know, we're in a professional industry. And um, and we also want to connect with other professionals. And I don't know about you, but when I first thought about LinkedIn, oh, not that, a couple of years ago, maybe, I just had that image of stale, boring, and, oh, do I have to? I suppose you've got to kind of keep a live CV on there of where I've been and what I've done, add a few, like, qualifications. But I didn't want to hang out there. But... It has massively changed. And now I'm on there and um, it is one of the places I go. I think it's mostly, I think I go on LinkedIn and look at LinkedIn for me more than I mostly look at Instagram. I know that's different to Zoe. Zoe I'm definitely a Facebook girl, but then I will look at LinkedIn and I actually find some really good content on there. So so tell us, Ashley, what is what is the what are the possibilities with LinkedIn and why should we kind of start thinking about it as a good option? Okay, so if I tell you my story, right, I, as you know, I set my business up literally a year ago-ish, right? Well, actually, I'm just about to go into my garden leave. So ex- exactly a year ago today, I was thinking about telling my boss that I wasn't going to work for her anymore. So it's, it's, it's a, that's a year ago today, right? Um, so I set my business up and I couldn't do what I wanted to do because of an anti-compete. And so I pivoted and started using LinkedIn because I've been training people. And so now I'm going on LinkedIn every single day. I'm putting stuff on LinkedIn. I am now getting people contacting me saying, uh, I, I've been watching you. I've been seeing you. Can you do this? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Um, I'm doing a conference for accountants later on in the year because one of the conference organizers saw what I was doing on LinkedIn. I'm also doing, uh, I'm hosting a panel at a different event because of what people are seeing me do on LinkedIn. So I am now becoming an expert in my field. And that is in just 10 months. In 10 months, I am now an expert in my field. And so if you can imagine doing that um, with your business, why wouldn't you? And um, and just thinking about that, like now we are actually streaming live into LinkedIn. So the possibilities and the applications that are available in LinkedIn have massively changed from a few years ago. You know, it is a more social uh platform than it's ever been and a lot more people are hanging out there so okay so say you have you've got a I mean maybe you haven't logged into LinkedIn for ages and maybe you're thinking oh really are you are you joking LinkedIn what 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 do people need to know about how it's changed and uh, what I mean obviously you've just shared what the possibilities are but where would you start if you haven't been in it for ages okay first of all give me a shout um no look the, the, the way I teach LinkedIn is it's like going to a networking meeting. So to take the networking meeting I went to today, I had to leave here at half past six, right? I had to dress up smart. I had to find my posh shoes, all right? And I had to go out there. So I couldn't do it in my pajamas. Um, so I had to go all the way out there. I had to, And then I was told I wasn't welcome. Um, and then I sat there and spoke to people and, and had to stay my distance because of COVID. Imagine doing all of that, but online. Okay, so I've I've literally just got back, so that's three hours out of my day to go to a an hour and a half meeting or whatever it was. If I spent three hours on LinkedIn today, 
Oh my goodness. That that's the thing, right? And it's all about adding value and putting stuff in. So a lot of people say you should be writing a post every day or, or you should be doing videos or, or, or whatever. As long as you're commenting and, and, and putting yourself out there, that's all you need to do. So when I was at this networking meeting this morning, a guy stood up and he said lots of stuff about the network and he had some slides behind him. That is like doing a post. Yeah. I applauded. That's like doing a like to that post. All right. The guy next to me, I asked him a question because he was a seasoned veteran. So I turned around to him and said, oh, what does that mean? So we are now having a conversation. All right. That is like commenting on the post. All right. So everything that you do in real life, try and think how we put it online. So if you see somebody and they've written this amazing post, then go on there and say, I really resonate with that because blah, 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 blah. And then ask a question because then you're engaging with the person that's originally written the post. Um, there's this big thing called reciprocity. Um, try saying that. Um, but, but, but what comes around goes around. And, and, and if you comment on someone else's post, they feel compelled to comment back. And I don't know if, if you can try this at home, everybody. When you walk down the street, if you say hello to somebody, they are bound to smile and will probably say hello back. Okay. It's exactly what it is online. And that's all, that's all it is. It's not rocket science. And you've got all these people saying you need to do this and you need to do that. And you really, it, you really don't need to. You just need to be yourself and just comment. So if anybody is stuck or a little bit nervous, why don't you find my post on LinkedIn today and just go and comment on it. And then I will comment back and just see how easy it is. Mm. is it okay someone's asked a question and said that they're feeling out of touch I never want anyone to feel like they're not uh that their question is a silly question so please don't feel that um no idea what LinkedIn is can we just go right back to basics for anyone who hasn't had ever had a LinkedIn account hasn't experienced it what should they expect what is it what 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 is the point okay so um this is purely unrehearsed now um I did, I, I, I did this LinkedIn daily habit workshop, okay, as you, as you guys both know, and, and a lot of people on, on, on the call that are watching have been on it as well. Um, my last cohort um, was a special one just for, for, for your group. So I, I ran it at midday. And I had three people on that workshop that have never done LinkedIn before. And so I've been spending a little bit of extra time with them to actually help them understand what it is. Okay. And that has got me thinking. So I'm definitely going to be doing something for the newbie. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know link. I don't know Instagram. And, and Zoe, you keep saying, oh, it's dead easy. It's dead easy. But I promise you, if you're used to one thing, changing to another thing is different. Do, do you guys oh, use yeah. Mac? Do you I guys do. use Macs or, or, or um, Windows machines? We use Macs. Macs and that change for both of us, the change was big. And yeah, also, absolutely. Like, I'm trying to use TikTok, which you would think would be very similar to Instagram. And it's the same. It's a learning curve, isn't it? Every time you do something new, you have to like go along and, and like, oh, okay, I know what to do now. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I suppose this person that's commented is in Facebook. So um, they're, they're used to Facebook. And I would like, and someone else commented and said, it's a bit like Facebook, but for businesses and professionals. So I think that's kind of a good, if because the, the person's watching is in Facebook. So it's another platform, a social media platform. It's just got a little bit of a different kind of starting point. Rather than going in to find friends and family, you're going in to find potential business connections and mm. talk more about where you are from a professional point of view rather than a personal point of view. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's that's a, a great starting point. But the other thing is, is when you look at your screen in Facebook, you've been using it for a while, so you know where everything is. And when you look at LinkedIn, it is a totally different user interface. And you look at it, and you go, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to go back to Facebook. I know Facebook. I'm happy with that. And, and when I first got my Mac, so I used to work for QuickBooks, and I started my new job. I got an iPhone and a, and a, and a MacBook. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. I opened it up and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> What? Oh, no. And I, I, do you know what? I actually went back to my boss and I said, is there any chance that I could have a PC? Because, because joining a big organization like that, there was loads of other software I needed to learn and I didn't want a new operating system on top of that. So, so whoever that person was, first of all, you're not old, okay? Um, you may not be digital native, but you're not old and you can learn all of this stuff. And, and once you start, getting into it and understanding the power of it, then it becomes easier. And, and, and my mission is to get people loving LinkedIn and, and use it for just 15 minutes a day. That is it. And if you love something, you'll do it more. Um, and, and, I, and I was, I was talking to um, a guru, um, a, you know, a sales guru, and he was going, oh, no, you don't want to be doing that. You've, you've got, you want leads out of LinkedIn. You don't want to be loving it. I, I don't want, but, but surely if you love something, you do much better at it, don't you? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course you do. You want to do it. Like, it becomes the thing you want to open and have a look at. It's just a habit, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and, and we are creatures of habit. And um, you, you said you've done some NLP, Zoe, and, and, and I've done neuroscience. And, and understanding that, we want to stay in our comfort zone because we don't want to go into danger, mm -hmm. um, which leads me nicely onto my story of my death slide. Have either of you two ever been on a death slide or know what a death slide is? I get terrible vertigo since I've had kids. I think like <laughs> it's made me reassess my whole life and what risks it. I've jumped out of planes. I've bungee jumped. I've been diving. I, like I'll, I, I think I like adventure, uh, but now no, no death slides. I couldn't even get out of Helter Skelter with my daughter. I've never liked adventure. And um, <laughs> no, a death slide no, I am the person that goes to uh, like a theme park and I hold the bags. That's my job. Brilliant. Brilliant. So so um, when my kids were growing up and, and, I, and I don't I don't don't know if there's such a thing as a death side anymore. But basically, it's, it's almost a vertical drop. And, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, this isn't going to work. But but if you're watching that, that, that's that's what basically what the death side is. Yeah, that sort of shape. So you jump off here. And it's almost free fall, and then it goes into a gentle curve, and then and then you you and it's quite relaxed at the bottom, but you're at the top, right? And we get to this death side, and it's probably the first one we'd seen. And I got my two little girls with me, and I would say they were probably eight and eleven, seven and ten, something like that. And and it's like, oh, come on, dad, come on, dad, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And we sort of like go up the stairs, and 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 all these kids are pushing past because they want another go and what have you. And you get to the top. And there's this big thing you've got you've got to climb over and then you hang on the side. All right. So the, the girls straight off, off they go. And it's like, all right, great. I'll wait for you here. And then they come back around again. Come on, dad. Come on, dad. Have a go. Have a go. Have a go. Right. OK. In for a penny, in for a pound. I've never jumped out of a plane, Zoe, and I've never done a bungee jump. So probably holding the bags with you, Joe. So anyway, it's sort of like climb up on, on, on this ledge. Right. I'm on this ledge. And you know, when you hold on for dear life, your knuckles go white. That's me. Right. At the top. And I'm sat there looking down. And all these kids are plowing past me. My daughters have come back again. Dad, dad, come on, come on, come on. And I'm sort of like looking like, oh my goodness. And there's a sign there. All right. This sign doesn't say beware of death. It just says, make sure that you've got your sleeves rolled down because you could get a friction burn. 
Yeah, that's it. That's that's the only danger. I'm not going to break my neck jumping down here. Kids are just coming back and forth and all smiling and goodness knows well. So so um, Gemma's got a death slide. Yeah. So the seven year old. So 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 there there it. I'm I'm stood at the top of this death slide or, or hanging on as you know, like, like this trying to get get down. And I let go. And do you know what happened? I had a ball. I shot down. And it was, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it was, it was absolutely brilliant. I didn't get a friction burn. I didn't break my neck. I didn't die. Okay. And the next thing, right, Zoe, I'm the one running up the stairs, pushing all the kids out of the way. <laughs> and I'm having another go. And, and, and so if you, look at, if you look at LinkedIn like a death slide, right? Okay. If you look at LinkedIn like a death slide, the worst, the, the, the worst thing that can happen when you're doing LinkedIn is you won't even get a friction burn. And, and, and that is it. So if you could just have a go. And when you're about to write something on LinkedIn, just sort of like think, if Ash can jump off a death slide, I can do this. Wow. Wow. Okay. So today I'm going to jump off the death slide and I'm going to comment on your post. What's important about um, how we show up? Should it be our name? Should we have a picture of our logo as our face on, you know, what's the kind of like the real basics? If we're going to go and go and because what do people actually see when you comment about us? And, you know, what's the best way to show up? Right. Okay. So when, when you're on LinkedIn, you've got your profile and your profile is your shop window. Okay. So you've got your banner at the top. So that is your real estate. So that's, if you think of your shop window, that's the the, 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 the name of the shop above the window or something or what you do. So imagine walking down the high street and seeing all these shop windows and, and the sign above. What are they saying? OK, I was in I was in Taunton at the weekend and there was this nice restaurant, but all it had was the name of the restaurant. It didn't actually tell me what cuisine they did. And it was only by going over and having a good look at the menu inside that I realized it was an Indian restaurant. OK, so, you know, I'm walking down the street and, and, I'm, and I'm looking for an Indian restaurant. I want a curry tonight. And I see this one over the road that says Bob's Indian restaurant. And I see this other one with this fancy name. Which one do you think I'm going to go to? Yeah. And it's that simple. Now, the other thing, you didn't think you'd be talking curry, did you? I, I just was wondering what kind of curry Bob can make. That's, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. Bob's curry <laughs> is awesome. Um, so, so, but the other thing is, is your face, right? It is, it's, so the other thing that we see is your, your, your photo, okay? And, and so what, what most people do is, or not most, quite a lot of people haven't got a decent photograph of them, but they do have one when they were at that wedding. Okay, so what they'll do is they'll crop out whoever's with them and they've got this nice photo. But the other thing is they might be looking at the bride. So you get this lovely what we're wearing, but I'm not looking at you. Okay, now people buy from people who they know, like and trust. Okay, so... Who are you going to trust more? This guy that's looking at you and filling up the screen or this guy? Who stood next to his guitar? Now, the thing is, right, on LinkedIn, that little photo is, is, is that big. When you write a comment, that photo follows you and it's now that big. And so if it's a picture of you far away, no one's going to know who you are. So you want a nice photo with a nice colored background so, so you stick out. And, and on my YouTube channel, there's a video on how to do that. Okay, that is, that is the 101 of, of LinkedIn. So people buy from people who they know, like, and trust. 
something that has um, come up when we were talking about uh, the sort of purpose of LinkedIn as a platform and using it for business. Um, Sarah posted uh, that she's been to- she's been told off on LinkedIn for not taking things seriously enough. So uh, we get our sort of photo and our branding right and we tell people about what we do. How do we need to think about the tone and the kind of things that we're sharing on LinkedIn? I've seen some of the stuff that Sarah's doing and what Sarah's doing is what you should be doing because we are now knowing who Sarah is, okay? People buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And I, I bang on about this in my workshops, okay? So if, if some of the things that I put out on LinkedIn, I, I posted about me, um, my dog leaving me and crying, okay? Now, people are seeing that and thinking, what a wet sausage. But other people are thinking, oh, what a nice guy, all right? Well, I'm appealing to the people that think, what a nice guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a human. I, you know, I've got compassion and stuff like that. So if I've got compassion, I'm going to work better with you because you've got compassion because that resonated with you. Okay. So I don't mind if people think I'm a wet sausage. I, I want people to know who I am, exactly who I am. And when I meet people, they sort of like, oh, you're just like you are on LinkedIn. Yes, of course I am because it's me. So whatever Sarah Twig is doing on LinkedIn is the right thing because that is Sarah Twig. Okay, and a lot of people show up on, on, on different platforms with different faces and they're different people. And we shouldn't be like that because you don't go to a networking meeting and put on your posh voice and wear your posh suit. You just turn up. I, I literally I've I turned up in my uh, my hoodie and my, and my branded T-shirt today. Now, years mm-hmm. ago, I would have worn a suit, but but that's not me. This is me. Yeah. And that's what you get. And people that. People that see me on LinkedIn and then come on my workshop, it's not a surprise because it's the same guy. Yeah. So, so, so Sarah, if anyone's giving you hassle, tell them to come to me. I'll sort them out because <laughs> you should just be yourself because that's, that's what it is. And, and the thing is, you cannot please all the people all the time. So just please yeah. the people you want to please. And, and other people commented that people said, this isn't Facebook. Well, why not? It's not about, it's about being you and being, so what should we have a LinkedIn persona and a Facebook persona and an Insta, like that doesn't work. We're just us exactly like you said, Ashley, and I absolutely love that. And a pub persona and a restaurant persona <laughs> and a cinema persona and a ballet persona, you know, sort of like, hang on a minute, I'm too confused now. No, I'm just going to be me. And, and, and that's what people, what people want you. People yeah. want you. There are, there are um, business gurus out there that do amazing things, but we don't resonate with them because they drive flash cars or they work too many hours or, or whatever it is. It really doesn't matter. There's other business gurus out there that work too many hours and drive flash cars and we aspire to be like that. So then we resonate with them. You know, it's, it's, it's horses for courses. Mm. And there's enough business out there for everybody Hmm. that's the thing yeah last night we were talking about uh, so if you missed it uh, we were live in the six figure bookkeepers club and we did a session we're talking we were talking about ideal client last night and services for those clients and the pain points they might experience which i kind of think is a lot of what your content can be when you're using linkedin um and we were talking about like who uh, we actually brought Nikki, bless her, Nikki was watching. Uh, we had lots of people watching us last night. And we said, who would like to come and have a chat with us uh, live on this call? And Nikki put her hand up and she came and had a chat with us. And we were talking about her ideal client and things that she might think about. And what was really clear was that 
um, we are, like Ashley said, all very different and there are different things that fire us up. Um, Joe and I said, you know, it'd be very easy to go out and say, this is what a bookkeeping practice should look like. You set it up like this, you do this training, you offer these services, this is what it costs. This is the marketing you put out, copy and paste. Everyone's the same. Like it, we, you could do that. But the thing is, we're all individual people and we're all driven by different things. We're interested. We have different experiences. Different things are going to fire us up. So we have like our unique selling point is that we are different to other people. And if we go and try and be this like what we expect the personality of a bookkeeper should be online, no one's going to get us. Or when they get us in a meeting, like an actual sales call, they're not going to believe us because we're like being somebody different. Um, we need to like be ourselves wherever we are, uh, on our website, in on our whatever our profile photo looks like. Like Ashley having a photo in a suit would not be right because you're, you know, like it just doesn't fit with the kind of paddleboard lifestyle you have. <laughs> it's not believable, is it? No. So it's like how you need to make sure that people really understand who you are so that the right people will be like, yeah, that's my person. Um, and like Joe has said several times, repel the people who aren't going to be the right clients for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, because the other, the other thing is, is if, they don't really like you. You're probably not really going to like them. And how, how do you base a relationship on that? Yeah, absolutely. You can't. You can't. It's, uh, well, I mean, you, you could. And I've tried in the past and I've been miserable and they've not valued my services and no one's happy. Um, I've got a question here from Joanna. What do you post if you're not someone who has a life? Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I I don't think I have a life. So there's there's loads of stuff that you can post. I didn't I didn't um, see the lady's name there, but there's loads of stuff that you can post about. Um, the the thing the thing is, um, we have got a room full of of bookkeepers and accountants. Okay, so you know so much stuff. Post about that. Yeah, you can post about that, but but you can post about absolutely anything. So I've had this um, experience this morning at, at this at this networking meeting. That's given me a couple of ideas for things that I'm going to talk about in the future on on a on a post on LinkedIn. So you know whatever it is, there's loads of stuff that you can talk about. We're all passionate about things, okay? We're all passionate about what goes on in in the world. All right, we may have parents brothers children nieces nephews all that sort of stuff there's there's things there that you can write about so um i, I do a, a a monday nudge so every single monday i will send you an email will give you five ideas that you can write about and so you know th there's loads of stuff that you can write about that you know about and you are an expert absolutely i mean even and even turning up here now and being part of this and then sharing on LinkedIn that you're part of Bookkeepers Bootcamp is firstly telling people that you're in this industry. Secondly, is telling you that you are upskilling, you're learning, you're always, you know, you're you're up for being coached, being um, and like always upskilling. Like you, you're not sitting stagnant. You're not thinking you know it all. You're thinking that okay, there's still more to learn. And I mean, and then you can say, and there was this guy on there who was talking about a death slide. Didn't think I'd talk about that in a bookkeeping, you know, com online conference, whatever it is. So your life, you're living it now. And there's so many opportunities. It's quite funny, actually. I've got to write, and you're going to see it in our 
um, I've got a couple of emails that have got come that have turned up in my head, and I'm like, oh, we need to do a blog post about that. One of them's about my cleaner, and one of them's about my dental hygienist. So, and that's nothing to do with bookkeeping. But now I've sat and thought about them, about the services they're offering and the value that they're offering. I've come up with this whole thing. Oh, how can you compare normal life to something about business? And I think Ashley does that really well. Uh, Zoe does it really well. And that's all we're just doing is just reframing things a little bit. And where's the comparisons? Things like that. So absolutely, don't, um, all of us, and if you look, Sarah does it very well, Sarah Twig. She always talks about like she's a gamer and she's a crafter and like, oh, this is a photo from back in like when I was just about to do this and I decided I might start a business now. Just like it's just about reflection. And I don't know, people just want to know about you. What's going through your mind? Um, people are nosy, aren't they? And they want to. Oh, they, my goodness. Yeah, so nosy. <laughs> who, who sits on the beach or in a pub watching people? <laughs> that, that, uh, and, and, that, and that is LinkedIn, isn't it? I've just seen the message from, from Joanna. I don't know if I can scroll down and read it a little bit more. Joanna, please reach out to me. Let's have a, a, a 15 minute one to one. Let's have a chat because you, you've, you've got an amazing story there. Um, and pe people would love to love to hear that. But yeah, please reach out. Um, we've all got a story to tell. Um, and, and look, some people won't care. That's great because you don't want them. Other people will care and they'll go, oh, my goodness, that is amazing. I shared a, a, a very personal story to me at the beginning of lockdown within a group. I'm not sure. I'm sure I've mentioned this to you before. I was part of this absolutely incredible group um, during lockdown. And, and so it's, it's nearly two years ago now. And, and right at the beginning of lockdown, everyone was like, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, I had this experience a few years previous where we lost our house and, and, we, and we, we lost our job. And, and so it was it was pretty terrible. It's not that bad, Zoe. We, we were all right. We still owned a house. We still owned a house. But where we were working, we had a tight cottage and stuff like that. And, and so we, 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 we were in a difficult situation for a very short period of time. OK, but we got through it. And so because I because we got through that, I thought we can definitely get through uh, being locked down for three weeks. So I shared this story right at the beginning of lockdown. And by sharing that story and opening up how I felt, everybody else in the group went, oh, right, we can get through this. And, oh, I've got a story, too. I'm going to share it. And we had the most amazing stories being shared in this group. Um, every single morning during lockdown. It was just incredible. And so we're not doing that now, but I still see these amazing stories being shared on LinkedIn. And that is what I love about LinkedIn because you see somebody and they're up there doing all this stuff, but behind, they're like, you, you, you can't see my legs. You can't see that I'm paddling frantically like a swan and nobody can see that. And so when you start sharing it, you're sharing your vulnerability, but you're sh also sharing your humanity. And people, people like working and, and buying and doing business with people who they know, like, and trust. So, so Joanna, please reach out and let's have a chat. People remember that stuff too. Like they might not become your client today because they've seen a post. And I think this is it. Like we're in this world where we expect like instant gratification. Oh. We post something, we have a client. Like it doesn't work like that. It's something where you invest your time. And that's why 
Ashley talks about daily habits. Um, but people like we have a guy, well, there's a guy in our village. He sells coffee from a van. He's called Graham. He's amazing. I'm, I'm trying to always get him on Instagram. Um, but go down. I give him Instagram tips. He gives me coffee. We have a great relationship. Um, but we went down to see him today and um, we were having a chat and we were actually there for quite a long time. So pouring with rain and we got sort of stuck and we were just sort of standing under the little canopy, having a coffee, having a chat with Graham. And he was talking to us about um, running. Our husband's in a running club around here. And then he was like, you did the marathon, didn't you? He goes, oh, yeah, I, I saw that. And he goes, and he was asking me things. And I was like, how did you know that? And he was like, oh, because I saw it on your Instagram. And and he's and this was like from months ago, but he's carried that information. And, and like, we forget that this just builds up. Graham's never going to be a client um but like he's never going to become a bookkeeper I don't think but he he's getting to know me and I think that we've got to remember that this stuff sticks with people and they will spread the word you know if he comes into contact with someone who's a bookkeeper he will probably say go and see what Joe jo and Zoe are doing and um, so we have to remember that it's not just about people who are going to become clients it's also about people who are going to help spread the word for us as well yeah and I was I was just going to say that Zoe how many people does Graham know okay so, so, you know, that someone sat there to the, right now, this minute, you know, crying into their coffee because their bookkeepers left, let them down or crying into their coffee because they've got a bookkeeping business and they can't see the wood for the trees. And, and you know, who's Graham going to talk about? And, and, and this happens all the time. So so I'm going to pick on Sarah again because she because of what she's putting out on LinkedIn. Um, people know who Sarah Twig is, you know, she, and, 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 and I love I love what she does because she uses her name. As, 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 as I, don't, I can't think, but it's an alliteration or something, but, but she uses her name as puns and stuff. And so we, we don't forget Sarah Twig. So, you know, it's, it's that sort of stuff. And yeah, I'm never going to need a bookkeeper. But, you know, if someone says, oh, I need a bookkeeper that does, ah, Sarah Twig. And, and that's, it's just being out there. Do you know what? I've never thought of it. I mean, Sarah Twig branches out and does all this stuff with twigs. Why didn't I think of it with wood? I could have yeah. done the same thing. But yep. like, didn't think of it, did I? Didn't That's a good job you came, came on here today, wasn't it? You've, you've got an idea now. <laughs> but someone said this to me years ago, and I know it's something, you know, stories sell, fact, facts tell and stories sell. And I think the problem with our profession and has been in the past, the bookkeepers and accountants have told facts on social media. They've told what services they provide, how much they're charging, um, what you need to do for this thing of HMRC and what you need to do for that and thinking that spreading and sharing their expertise is how they're going to connect with future clients. And that's not it. That's not how people connect with you, is it? They want to know you. They want to know who you are. And that's why networking, face-to-face uh, -face networking, like B&I, like, you know, uh, breakfast meetings or, or all these type of in-person have worked so well in the past because people want to see the whites of your eyes and see who you are and get to know you as a person before they do business with you. And that's why when we get, to, uh, you know, inboxed with people saying, I mean, the amount of times people to ask me and Zoe if we need bookkeeping services in our inboxes is ridiculous. And the amount of accountancy firms that pitch to me that they can do my, I'm like, you've not even looked at what I do, for goodness sake. So that doesn't work. No one is going to buy from you 
from a direct message with you telling them this. But if they get to know you and think, oh, I could really get on with that person or I'd be happy to have a chat with them. They seem really nice or they've got similar interests to me. Of course, cool. they've had a bit of a tough time, but they're really getting pushing through this. And they're obviously really strong character. I'd want someone like that in my corner managing my finances. That that really creates a connection. And and this is why I, you know, I I use I, I connect with ev- loads of people on LinkedIn. And I'm definitely more of a, I, I don't really post too much, but I definitely comment like, and, you know, have a, you know, I'm definitely in there and get into uh, know people. But I think it's, it's just so important to think of it as building relationships. And, you know, you're not, it, you know, people are, you're not going to do a post and a bit like a first date, you're not going to marry the next day. <laughs> you know, you're going to, you're going to do a post, and you're going to nurture the relationship and just keep sharing that little bit more, little bit more. And someone said in the comments earlier, you know, if you can, if you can turn a story into having like some kind of meaning towards what you're doing and how you can serve people, then you kind of get extra bonus points. But you don't always have to do that. You can just be you. And and I think it it comes, it just comes with practice. And I'm still, I'm still, I'm not a very big poster, social media poster. I'm, you know, but when I get, I all of a sudden I get an idea and I'm like, oh, that needs to go out. I need to, I need to, I feel compelled to tell that something. But as long as you're like the 15 minute thing that you talk about is just, it's so simple to do, but it's also simple not to do. And I think that's where, that's where people need to kind of get on that death slide, make a start and kind of make a commitment to doing these little actions every day. No, absolutely. There's a great question there from Nikki, if you want to bring that up in. But I just want to tell you, tell you a little story um, about somebody who I'm, I'm working one to one with um, on, on LinkedIn. She did a live the other day. OK, so and it was her first ever live on her own. And uh, she had 87 people watch the video. And uh, she said, it's not very many, is it? And I said, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. If you did this in your local town. All right. And you put a note up on the door of the local town uh, town uh, room. What do they call it? A t- oh, come on. Like a big be- like oh. a meeting room. Yeah. Town hall. Town Thank hall. you. Thank you. Yeah. My mind just went blank. <laughs> um, so so put a note on the town hall that you're going to be doing this um, next week. Right. How many people do you think could turn up? Should go one or two? I said, yeah. How many people have watched your video? Yeah. Fair point. And, and that's the thing. We try and we, we try and sort of like think, oh, my goodness, Netflix have got. 10 million subscribers why aren't anyone looking at my video it doesn't matter because those 87 people that watched her video now know who she is they now know that she knows her subject they now know that she's pleasant they now know that she's knowledgeable they now know that she's friendly all right it was a free stream but even if one of those people tells somebody or she gets a bit of business from it it was worth doing that's the thing and it literally took her an hour and she was in the comfort of her own room, probably with her pajama bottoms on. Who knows? That's the thing. She didn't have to go to the town hall. She didn't have to pay, you know, the man to come and do it and all that sort of stuff. That, that was it. Um, Nikki, great question. What's a decent target number of posts and interactions daily, weekly? OK, so if you've never posted on LinkedIn, just do it once a week. And, and what I say to people is come up with something that's dead easy. So Monday motivation. Tuesday tax tips, um, when, when Wednesday wisdom, uh, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and then you know that every Wednesday you're going to be writing something that, that, that offers some wisdom. Yeah. So that's it. So you just do one post a week. The currency is in the commenting. 
Okay, so if you go and comment, all right, on five, 10 posts every day, then you're going to have a lot of conversations. Now, I've got 4,400 followers. I think, Zoe and Joe, you're pretty similar, aren't you? Um, so if everybody watching now goes and comments on our posts today, that's potentially 12,000 people could see your name. That's the thing. That's that's where the magic is. And if you did that to seven other people, someone can tell me what the maths are, but that's a lot of people that could potentially see what you're doing. So it's like me today going into that networking meeting and going around and saying hello to everybody. Okay. They now know who I am and I've connected with a few on LinkedIn and I've got the list and I'm going to connect with the rest of them. And that is what you should be doing on LinkedIn every day. If you comment on lots of posts, um, but meaningful comments. So doing that really isn't what we should be doing. So it's a little comment and maybe ask a question as well. So that, that's, that's hopefully that answers uh, that question. And I think this is where coming back to what we were talking about last night with your ideal client and the pain points of your ideal client, it's really important because you can think about who are the people that I need to be seeing this, like whose stuff am I commenting on? It's the people who are your ideal client or in some or the people your ideal client is going to be seeing, because that's going to help you understand who to be connecting with. And I, I think like if you're thinking about that one post a week, going back to the pain points and the kind of content you want to be putting out there, this can help you to decide what's going to be the important story. Like I've got, I've got either no ideas for anything I can post. And then you're like, okay, what pain points has my client got that I can post about? And how can I relate that to something where people will get to know who I am? Or I've got billions of ideas. Where do I start? You choose the one most focused on your ideal client and their pain point so that you can just use your time. But I just think what you said, Ashley, about this morning, going out, spending three hours, going to a networking meeting. I've done that. Like you get up, you like take your whole morning out. You've then got to go back and follow up with everyone and connect with them. And they want to have a coffee and all of this stuff. Instead, you could just go on LinkedIn for half an hour. Um, if you're effective with how you use that time, the return on your investment is so much stronger. Um, it's And maybe LinkedIn isn't the place to be for everybody. It's thinking about where those people are likely to be, but they're probably on LinkedIn if they're running a business. And that's the thing, isn't it? That they are, they are going to be on LinkedIn if they're running a business. And as more and more people are understanding the benefit of LinkedIn, more and more people, A, are coming onto it or B, being more active. Um, because I, I think a lot of people have got this perception that it's an online CV and I'm not changing my job, so I don't need to go in and log in. But I think more and more people are now understanding that that it's 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 another place to to network. Absolutely. Um, can I put forward this question from Fiona? What do you think about outsourcing your social media? I've always steered clear, as like lots of others, don't know what to post, etc. So always put it off. Okay. So um, question to you, Joe. People buy from people. Yeah. Go Who on. they know, like, and trust. Right. Okay. So if I outsource my social media to somebody else, they're not getting my voice. They're mm -hmm. not getting my little idiosyncrasies, if that's the right word. Um, so, so when I comment on a post, it's normally quite a witty retort. It's normally something a little bit funny or a little bit cheeky. And I get away with it because I put the smiley face or the one with the tears rolling down the eyes. Yeah. Um, but if I outsource that, how can anyone be me? I'm the best person at being me. So <laughs> definitely, definitely do not outsource it. And I and I and I I get I get where some people are sort of like, oh yeah, but I don't know. Um, I'm talking to somebody at the moment and they've just employed a marketing person. And so this marketing person is going to come and work in the office. So 
they'll be able to talk to the senior business owners and, and get a feel for what sort of things they would say. And it's all like, oh, I'm just going to post this. Does that sound right? Oh, no, I would say this. Fine. After a couple of weeks of being that, then they could probably do it and, and you know, have a meeting every morning. I want you to say this. I want you to say that. But, you know, you're not you're not being authentic is the word I use an awful lot in my training. And you're if you're outsourcing it, you're not authentic. So that was a great question. And uh, yeah, do do steer clear of it because it won't be you. And then and then when you go out and, and you know, whoever, you, you hire this amazing content writer and they're absolutely superb and their words are just brilliant. And then when you go out and you, you, you know, you, you don't mind your P's and Q's and stuff like that. And it's like, hang on a minute, different person. So, uh, you know, it, 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 be wary if you are doing it. And there's some great there's some great agencies out there that can help you uh, if you're too busy. And sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a necessary evil, but you can actually tell if it's the real person. I think stuff like, you know, like images can be really useful to get if you're not a, like we did a Canva masterclass a while ago, didn't we, Ashley? And I think yeah. like if that just isn't your thing, outsource things like that where you can get someone who's got those skills to create images and things if you need them but if you can retain like I've brought support in before to help me with posts and I felt like I completely lost control and it just wasn't personal anymore so I think I really think it's better to come from you um can I ask one more question before we wrap up no fantastic I've seen this question coming from Nikki uh, she said, how do you search for specific types of people like by location and industry type? Do you need to have a payable subscription within LinkedIn to do this? Not at all. Not at all. You go to the you go to the, the search box. Um, do you want me to share my screen? Would that be a good idea? Yes, please. OK. I just clear all my messages. Loads of people are messaging me. So let's just go in, click on share. Uh, share screen. There we go. So up here in the top, you just put your search in there. So I'm going to just, um, let's just put bookkeepers. There's a bookkeeper, right? This is now brought up. Uh, where are we? Uh, normally, uh, so in people. So I've got 645,000 bookkeepers I can talk to now. That's brilliant. So I'm going to pick up the phone and phone them all. So let's narrow that down a little bit. So if I go into filters, I'm going to find all of those in the UK. Or I could actually just find those in, in, in London. Yeah. Then you can add other locations and goodness knows what else. And I only want to work with the people that are my second connection. So I'm connected to, to, to Zoe and Joe. So we're, we're all first connections. But Zoe's connected to the coffee guy. I don't know the coffee guy. So he would now be a second connection. Does that make sense? Graham, isn't it? Um, so I only want to, I, I know all my first ones and I don't want to go down as far as third because if I go for seconds, all right, I could turn around to Zoe and say, could you give me an introduction to the coffee guy? Okay. Um, I can see where they're working or what have you, but this is the thing, right? If you are an owner of a bookkeeping company, you are probably going to have the keyword owner. And if I put in an O and an R in capital letters, you might be the um, manager or you might be director. Yeah, so I can put in loads and loads of them as long as I put the or in between. And then I can just click show results. So now these are all the owners of bookkeeping practices or directors or managers within London. So it's really narrowed it down now. And I can have a look down here. And so these people have got quite a few shared connections. So I might contact this lady and say, look, I see that you're connected to 
these other people. It'd be lovely to connect. And, and then we start the conversation. So it's, it really is dead easy to get in there and filter stuff. Does that help? That helps loads. Would you, um, would you generally personalize an invitation? Uh, or would you, you wouldn't just go through and always, 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 always personalize a, a, an invitation. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sarah's just asked, does that pick up words in the bio? Um, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just so, so wonder what um, I'm, I'm not going to share my screen. I'm just going to find Sarah and then see what, see what words she's put in the, in the bio. Are we all right for time. We're good for time. And I think that's, do you know what, Ashley, you've just demonstrated how absolutely okay it is to not know the answer to something. We've been talking about imposter syndrome this week. We had Abby Rogers coming on and talking to us about that. And I think this is the thing with so much in just with running your own business, feeling like, oh, I don't know, I might get it wrong. Someone might ask me a question and I don't know the answer. Even the gurus don't know the answers to everything. And it's okay to say, I don't know, I'm going to find out. So uh, thank you for demonstrating that so nicely for us, Ashley. I'm just, I'm just, I've just found her bio and I'm just going to put in virtual bookkeeping um, in the search box. I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sharing. I'm just going to see what actually happens. And then Beatrice for- is saying that it, it does work with your bio, like SEO. Yeah, that's SEO, but that's not in the search function of um, oh, okay. of, of of LinkedIn. So that that's the thing. But if you if you if you if you um, search words in the bio in in Google, then you'll you'll come up there. So that's why it's important to have SEO words in your bio. I'm loving this. This is great. I always hold back with LinkedIn, but now not feeling the dread to get in there. So I think we have achieved uh, definitely the objective of people jumping off that death slide today. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and there's no, and there's no friction burns. No, no, no friction burns either. So pull you down go. your sleeves. There's no friction burns. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, today I've absolutely loved all of this session. Um, I think it's been really helpful for people that have maybe not looked at LinkedIn for a very, very long time. People that don't even know what LinkedIn is and that's absolutely fine and this is why I love it when people ask questions and um <laughs> Cheryl's put hashtag no friction burns um so I think um it's um it's it's been really really helpful and given us some an idea of how we can get started with getting a bit more visible connecting with that ideal client start talking about some of the services that we're offering um I mean Zoe we we need to share how people can connect with Ashley so that they can get his Monday what's it the Monday nudge the email Monday, the Monday nudge yeah so if, if they if they um connect with me um on my connect on, on my um okay, contact details there's a link to actually um book a free video review and what I will do is I will actually look at your profile and I'll tell you what I see so whether or not you're not smiling in your photo or whether or not you, you, you know, you're, not, you're not saying the right thing, um, I'm, I'm happy to do that. And if, if you do that, um, you need to sign up for my Monday nudge so you will get that email. And I'm sure there's a couple of people that have had that review that would actually put a little message in now to say how helpful that is because it just gets you thinking about your profile. And because oh, yeah. I see so many profiles... I know what's good and what's not. Now, sometimes I look at the profile and go, I'm really sorry, but that's not a good photo. I'm sorry. I hope you don't hate me. And they come back and they go, yeah, you're right. You're so right. I don't like the photo either. 
Um, and, they, and they sort of like think, oh, I've got to have this sort of photo. And, and so, no, not at all. But if anyone wants me to do that, I love how doing do we, it. How should people connect with you, Ashley, and sign up for your mailing list then? What's the best way to make sure that all happens? So if you, if you just if you just connect with me on LinkedIn and say you've seen me on this today mm-hmm. um, and you and you want and you want the review, then I'll, I'll happily do that. Um, but if you go into my contact details in LinkedIn, uh, then it's up there. I don't know if I can quickly show you that uh, if you want. Uh, but it's 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 dead well, share easy. A, share a link for us, and we'll make sure it goes in the show notes okay, and in okay. the comments under this video. No oh, worries. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. We've really appreciated your time. Um, I know that our members of our six month success program get to benefit from your wisdom tomorrow. We've got we as part of our program, Ashley comes in once a month and runs a sales and mindset session. So people come. On. Ashley's got a lot of sales experience as well in this world. So. Um, people come on and Ashley helps them with sales with being confident with it I know that you like Joe and I aren't on those sessions that's an Ashley led thing and people absolutely love it so for members of our six month success program that actually happens to be tomorrow um, so I know you're going to be sharing your wisdom and supporting our community uh, tomorrow morning as well um, so thank you so much for your time and um, what's happening next Joe we've got we're back for another session at one o'clock we've got we'll Leander one- Dado <laughs> come back in about two hours uh, to hear from Leander uh, she's very kindly agreed to share her story I'm sure she'll be happy to take some questions as well and then of course don't miss oh my gosh two sessions this evening um 7 p.m tonight in the six figure bookkeepers club joe will be going inside her sales process uh you did this about a year ago and i reckon things have changed quite a bit over the last year would you say absolutely absolutely yeah i'm gonna go behind the scenes you're gonna see exactly what i do i've actually found my volunteer who is going to pretend to be my prospect and um, and I've said to her, she can give me a bit of a hard time. I want to have some objections come up and see how I deal with them. Um, so, yeah, you're going to see everything that I do when I talk to a, a prospect. So don't that. miss that. That's going to be great. And then straight after that, at eight o'clock, we're back for the final part of our RISE framework for finding clients. We're going to build on everything we've done over the last two evenings about uh, setting your goals, thinking about your ideal client and the service that you offer for them. And we'd love to see you. We also have a special guest at eight o'clock as well. So there's, it's like the busiest day. A surprise guest. Yes, surprise absolutely. Guest. Do not miss eight o'clock this evening. It's going to be a fantastic session. Today, we love a Wednesday, don't we, Zoe? This is a day that me and you get put our heads together and and do everything on a Wednesday so uh, really looking forward to the rest of the sessions thank you so much Ashley thank you so much to everyone that's joined and commented and been part of this we will see you um, again at one o'clock with the amazing Leander Dedo thank you ladies bye bye don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast the topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free Facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com